Welcome to the Wicked Veracity Podcast with Robin Langford, Episode 74, Fate and Free Will, The Astrology for the Week of May 9th through May 15th. Before we get started, I want you to know that all times I'm going to mention are in the Eastern Time Zone. If you want to see the aspects discussed in the forecast on your digital calendar in your time zone, you can get that at wickedveracity.com backslash calendar. This is not what I would categorize as an easy week, but that isn't necessarily bad. Last month, I attended the Life Coach School Mastermind in Austin, where I acquired a shirt that says, Comfort Doesn't Change You, and I think it's my new favorite quote. This is not going to be a comfortable week. With that being said, don't be scared. Now, let's prepare. Monday opens with some tension and frustration accompanied by delays and miscommunication. The moon is void most of the day, so if you have the opportunity to hide away, you could get a lot of work accomplished. Honestly, Tuesday has enough astro hijinks that it could be its own essay, but that's how life goes, right? Some days are boring and some are chaotic. Your goal today is to be like water and go with the flow to minimize stress and optimize your experience. The day is bookended by the moon squaring, a stationing Mercury, and then trine Uranus. It's going to be one of those interesting WTF kind of days. Now for the major changes. Mercury stations retrograde at 7.47 a.m. However, if you have a Gemini or Virgo rising or sun, or you have Mercury as a Time Lord, you've probably been in it already. Mercury retrograde shenanigans you might as well prep for. Buying and repairing tech, travel issues and delays, tech issues that are random and frustrating like Instagram suddenly deciding not to let you post or your phone rebooting, miscommunication about all of the things with all of the people, Exes deciding you are the one they really love and they can't believe they were stupid enough to let you get away. Mercury retrograde things to actually do. Review any documents, proposals, contracts, emails, and text. Renovate homes, websites, courses, funnels, email sequences, and launches, or anything else. Reflect, journal, meditate, coaching, counseling, anything that lets you reflect on past decisions, thoughts, actions to help you process. Revise, edit a book, be prepared to have to do projects and assignments again after receiving feedback or to have to ask someone else to revise their work. Repair, this is a great time to tackle those little home car body repairs that you've been avoiding like the leaky faucet and gutters or having your oil changed or going for your routine medical checkups. Reconsider, absolutely everything all of the time and don't forget to think before you speak or hit send. Research. I never recommend starting something brand new under a Mercury retrograde, but it is an excellent time to research your little heart out about something you're interested in starting after Mercury Stations Direct, which will be June 3rd. Reorganize. Spring cleaning is a go for this retrograde period. Reconnect with friends, family, and hobbies, and not exes unless it's for closure. Repeat all of the things. If you expect it, you'll be way less frustrated when it happens and delighted if you don't have to. Renegotiate contracts, relationships, etc., but do not finalize until direct, if at all possible. If you want a really easy to understand intro into Mercury Retrograde, I highly recommend the Mercury Retrograde book by Yasmin Boland and Kim Parnell. All right, now for the next transit. Jupiter enters Aries at 7.22 p.m. Jupiter is about expansion and Aries is about initiation and the individual. So this is about self-directed growth and prioritization in a particular area of life. By rising sign, those areas of life are, for Aries rising, your identity, appearance, personality, and character, Taurus rising, mental health, unconscious, and spiritual liberation, Gemini rising, friends, alliances, your hopes and dreams, Cancer rising, your reputation, profession, actions, and ambitions, Leo rising, higher education, divination, foreign travel, religion, astrology, and the divine masculine, 
Virgo rising, investments, other people's money, debt, topics concerning death, psychology, taxes, fears, and the occult. Libra rising, committed relationships, contracts, business partners, and other contractual relationships. Scorpio rising, physical health, co-workers, your job, pets, and the things you feel obligated to. Sagittarius rising, children, pleasure, romance, sexuality, and the creative arts. Capricorn rising, home, family, home life, land, ancestors, private self, and your emotional foundation. Aquarius rising, communication, siblings, divination, short distance travel, neighborhood, writing, and the divine feminine. Pisces rising, money, possessions, resources, and self-worth. If that was a lot to take in, I get it. I'll summarize. Mercury stations retrograde Thursday, which could cause delays, miscommunication, and tech issues until June 3rd. Jupiter enters Aries, bringing a positive influence to the Aries house in your chart until October and taking it away from the Pisces section. I know, that was a lot, and you're probably ready for me to stop and let you have some time off, but that is not the assignment for this week. Wednesday will probably be a little frustrating and confusing as you begin to lean into the energetic changes, ask for clarification, think before you speak, and push forward. Thursday provides greater equilibrium, but could still feel challenging. Continue with your Mercury retrograde protocol. If you're looking for an easy day to recover, Friday is your best opportunity. Use it to do something nice for yourself, as is befitting the day of Venus. Saturday, the eclipse energy begins to significantly intensify. It's going to be an emotional weekend. Pay attention because it'll be giving you insight into what you're preparing to release. All right, now for Sunday. This eclipse is extra eclipsy. It's square Saturn, hard nose and limits, trine Neptune, increased fantasy or delusion, and also trine Mars, which is increased frustration. Plus, it's already a full moon and flipping Scorpio, which is a lot of emotion. You might not have felt the last eclipse, but I'm going to be shocked if you don't notice this one, either in your own lives, the lives of those around you, or in some giant can't-be-missed world event. A full moon is an emotional culmination and release, and because this is an eclipse, it can play out over the next six months. You're emotionally invested in something that feels very important. The thing about this eclipse is that it's going to illuminate something in your life where you might have a sunk cost fallacy mindset. Essentially, when someone has invested a lot of resources, time, money, emotional effort into a project, person, job, literally anything, they're reluctant to let it go because of the perceived loss of those resources. This happens even when there is no realistic expectation that the cost will be recovered, never mind a profit made. This will most likely be tied up with topics related to your Scorpio and Taurus houses, but it could ripple out into Venus and Mars territory simply because they are the planets ruling the luminaries. Don't roll your eyes at me. I know that's a lot of technical terminology that doesn't help you, but I have to say it or they take away my astrologer card. What I want you to think about is this. What have you invested a lot of resources in that you've been super committed to, probably to the exclusion of a lot of other opportunities, and is it actually worth it? It's fine if you're thinking to yourself, duh, little witch, of course it's worth it, or I wouldn't have been doing it. That's fine. I just want you to think about it and see what comes up around the topic, around the eclipse, and over the next six months. I bet there's something you're going to be letting go of, even if right now you can't imagine watching all of that effort evaporate like smoke. The thing is, effort is never wasted. You've just been focused on a very specific lesson or outcome associated with it. Instead, try to look at what you've learned along the way and how valuable it could be when implemented elsewhere. All right, I know that was a lot, but it was as brief as I could make it, I promise. If you're feeling frisky, hit me up on Instagram where I'm wicked.veracity and let me know how the astrology of the week played out for you. Until next time, my wish for you is expansive growth, intentional change, and willing transformation that leads you gracefully forward.